Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I go back to the package announced yesterday by the Taoiseach and the Tanishta and the Green Man and Eamon Ryan and all that. Um, I'll come back to the details in a little while. And I want to get the view of, as I said, someone who's got no political bias at all. Because when you put something like that to a politician, politicians go to politic. That's the very nature of politicians. They own politics. So we'll get a, a neutral view of that package and go through it again. But there was a, a meeting last night at the Metropole, which we teed up last week. Now, it was organized by a and and uh, it was, well, it was Monday night. Thanks, guys. It was Monday night it was on, and to, to discuss the increasing, surging cost of living, energy bills in particular. And it's in the context of that that I talked to Joe in just a second, reminding us of the very upsetting email we got this morning from Sarah, who's got this air-to-water system that we were told, as she said in her email, we were told this is the best, the greenest, the cheapest. We were told this was the bee's knees and the dog's you-know-what's-its and the cat's pyjamas. And now she's got a bill in front of her for €2,022.94 that she just can't pay. And she's got two small kids. Joe, at the meeting on Monday night, Joe Walsh, at the meeting were there many people telling stories like that? Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, PJ. Yes, uh, the meeting was a lively one, an enthusiastic one. People were really partaking in this thing, and they really wound up about it, you know. And uh, the, the, we had many examples of uh, given in the course of the evening of uh, costs that people are incurring. And there's a macro side to it as well. And uh, Pater Tobin, who addressed the meeting from a live link, he brought that into it, and I thought this very interesting. The government are, in fact, uh, whilst they're presenting themselves as helping the people down with with um, meeting fuel, the cost of fuel, and they're talking about withdrawing that assistance now, and uh, and and the other bills. Well, they no, are, they're not. They're, they're not saying that, Joe. They're saying that the one we were due to get next March, next month, we will get. They just aren't going to give another one this side of the budget, at least. So they're not withdrawing anything. That, that, yes, but they're talking about withdrawing the allowance in excise, the reduction in excise oh, yeah, to diesel and fuel, and, and make a virtue out of the fact that they're not going to withdraw it all at once, that they're going to phase it. But you see, the government itself is adding pain on pain for people, right? Because when, when fuel comes into this country at whatever price, they add their excess duty to it and they add their VAT to it. Mm-hmm. And then when the price coming into the country doubles, 
in the case of fuels and other things, the amount of excise they're getting is doubled. The amount of VAT they're applying on it is double what they were getting. So the government is getting huge more money on these excise duties and VAT. This this February... That is a percentage of the price we pay. compared to February last year. And then they give a small concession back from it right, to people on social welfare payments or easing of ESP bills and reducing the price, when in fact the government coffers have more money flooding in because of the increase in prices. Well, we were told told by Michael McGrath after the budget last year, he he spoke on this programme, he was still public interest minister at the time, and he said to me that... um, we had, there was money in the bank, in or around six billion in the bank, so that if they had to do it again in terms of facing up to another harsh winter, they could. And the point I was always making, Joe, was with regard to the electricity credit, and I, I, I'd have to give some credit here, it took a nice, healthy bite out of my last two lecky bills. Yes, indeed. Uh, I mean, any any relief is welcome, but it's still not addressing the root cause because the root mm. cause means that they are getting double the money in excise and that from fuel this February compared to February of last year because the price, the basic entry-level price doubled and all their incomes doubled too. And at the end of the year, they're, they'll... They're making virtue out of, oh, we've had so many, we've had a surplus this year, etc. They've had a surplus by, in effect, gouging the population of paying these ever-increasing excise and VAT rates on increasing prices, doubling the impact of those prices, uh, and adding pain on top of pain for, for the citizens. And give us a little back and make a big virtue of it, you know. Yeah. So uh, th- th- there has to be fundamental change. As Patrick Tobin says, politics are broken. We need to fix them. And here there needs to be a sliding scale of some kind. I'm not an economist myself, PJ, but there has to be a sliding scale that when increased prices escalate to the point, this is why we're calling, causing, calling it a crisis, because it's paining everybody. People can't meet their bills. They lay awake at night wondering which bill they could pay tomorrow. Mm. They're wondering, will they heat the house? Will they feed the, put food on the table? Yeah, that's a crisis. Mm-hmm. And we need to rethink the way we're applying these VAT and excess duties on import. Like, maybe apply them up to, for example, a 10% increase. And after that, then it starts dropping off if they continue to rise. Some mechanism like that. We do have scalings available in the rate at which when we, the point at which we pay income tax, for example, pe- yeah. people get an allowance up to a certain point yeah. and yeah. then you pay a lower rate and then you pay a higher rate, etc. The same with, with welfare benefits, you know, people qualify when they're down at, at, uh, and really, really need them and, and totally in, with that. But there comes a point that if their circumstances improve, they no longer get welfare benefits, you know. Why is not a similar scaling our common sense approach made to the application by the state on on excess duties and on VAT. They're adding pain on pain for the people. They tell us, again, coming back to the aforementioned Michael McGrath, um, when I put it to him that in other countries they've just gone and slashed the VAT down to 3%, and And then talking to a Corkman who's now retired to Spain talking to him last week, he said the electricity companies there were told by the Spanish government this is as far as it goes now boys, otherwise you can start whistling for your licence. 
Well, I congratulate them. And Spain and Portugal both are not shy about breaking EU rules when their people in their state need it. And here we kind of, anything that's an EU rule, oh, that's sacrosanct. We don't even discuss it anymore. That's a given, you know. But we have to stop thinking like that. Yeah. If we keep doing the same old things, we'll keep getting the same old results. Now, when I, when I put that to Michael McGrath, that Spain and France and Portugal are just turning around to the EU and say, we're looking after our people, we'll talk to you later. His argument was that when that, that, that will come home to roost and they will find themselves getting punished at the end of it. His argument was, we've cut the VAT to 9%, we can't cut it anymore because if we do, they'll put it back up to, to 20%. He, he has an economic argument that he'll make to you with regard to the EU. They do, and I agree with you on this one, they do seem beholden to the EU for everything. Absolutely. And now, whilst he may have an economic uh, argument, and I'm not here to take uh, Michael McGrath or any particular... No, I'm, just, I'm just using him as an example because I've spoken it, to him in detail. You know? Yeah, and what I'm saying is that the basis, leave the VAT rate at, at 23% or whatever they apply it on at import level for the likes of fuel and other items, but stop increasing the amount, the value on which they apply it. If last year, uh, you know, it was costing a, a euro to import a, a litre of gas or fuel, uh, this year is two litres. So they're applying it on the, on, the, on the two euro rather than the one euro last year. You know? yeah. uh, so th- there should be a scaling of the level. You can't forever keep increasing it, is what I'm saying, mm. in any given year. Yeah. So maybe up to 10% for the sake of argument, and then you start dropping it off quite sharply after that. The value that you add on which you apply the VAT and on which you apply the yeah. thing, you know? I understand. It's a bit complex, I guess, to, to be discussing it over, over tea and biscuits in the morning, but I, I, know, where I know where yeah. you're coming from. I know where you're coming from. They need to, they did, and it's a very good point that you make, and there's no government minister can deny this. When the price of gas and electricity went up, the VAT went up, they made money off that. And, they did. And the like price DSB, of fuel went up, they made money off that. DSB, for example, in the last is a quarter, their their profits were up 40%. Yeah. So that, that's an arm of the state, if you like. Yeah. Right? And Leo Radker has said that there's, a, there's, no, Leo has said there's windfall tax going to be taken. There's windfall tax coming into governments. Like we can see that the global companies, energy companies, are getting multiples of their profits in, no, in the, in the last levels. year. But the state is the same. The state is on a level with those in the sense that any increasing prices hugely increase the, the excess in the VAT that's coming into their coffers also. That's a very and, fair point. And, and then they're making too much of a virtue out of the little they're giving back, concessions here for welfare, people on welfare, concession against paying your ESP bill and easing of the cost of fuel, which is only temporary. Now, the, the, and he, he mentioned, uh, Michael McGrath mentioned that the inflation rate is easing. It, it may be. That means the rate of increase is easing. Mm. It's not going back to take the, off the, the increases that have already occurred. The inflation rate is easing, Joe, and I'll finish with you on this one. The inflation rate is easing, but mortgages are gone through the roof. People's people's monthly payment has gone up. I mean, I'm yeah. lucky in the position that I'm a few years away. I'm in single figures, numbers of years away from the end of my mortgage. I think my lucky starts for it every single day. But my yeah. payment has gone up. Now, if I'm at, at, at that end of my mortgage, what about some poor devil that's just borrowed 300 grand? 
Absolutely. And that's the, of course, the cost of housing, that comes into the inflation. We're, we're in a, a price yeah. crisis, and that's adding to crisis because the rental that people are paying by the month is going up and up. The cost of new houses are going up and up. People on two whole salaries uh, can't afford to buy a house. They can't see themselves ever in their lifetime affording to buy the houses at the race they are here in Ireland. Politics are really broken when we come to that point. There was a man, I think it was... Father Tobin mentioned it, that he had, uh, he, he turned up to fill his car with fuel. And the price he paid for that fuel, filling his car, was more than the price would take him on special deals going to fly to Chicago. Now, the, the economics, they talk economics like, but economics can be stood in their head as well. We need to write them. We need to bring back balance. And politics are broken. They need to be fixed. Okay, all right. Joe, I leave it there. Good conversation. Thank you. Uh, Joe was at that meeting Monday night. Now, it was organised by AIN2, and Padre Tobin addressed it. So it was of a particular political leaning, uh, but it was well attended, as the saying goes. 0818 96 96 96. Tom in Blackpool is wondering, did they slash the budget for the junkets on Patrick's Day? Remember, it's not just the politicians themselves, but partners, advisors, and so on. Actually, Tom Leo contacted us in the last couple of days. No, not that one. Not that one. Leo, the listener, uh, contacted us the other day to know just how many people would be going on these trips. And I'm not querying the value of them because anyone who's been on one, any business person who's seen how these trips work will tell you there's a lot goes on and a lot happens as a result of the trips. I've never been on one, so I can't comment. But there are 36... Listen to that number. 36 individual trips by individual people. Everybody from the Taoiseach to, for some reason, best known to themselves, the flipping attorney general goes on one of these trips. Like, why? Anyway, and Jerry Buttermer going to Sierra Leone. Why? Like, what's the point of that? Come here, look at the Shannon and all that. 36 individual trips. So that's 36 individual people. They're not going on their own. Let's say that at least one person goes with everybody. So that's 72. If three people go, the minister or the attorney general, why? And two people, then that's three times 36. If each team is four, that's four times 36. Now, four times 36, the last time I was at school, is 140-something people. So the cost of that actually mounts up. So it does. 0818-969696. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So let's go through this list again uh, briefly. So yesterday we were told by uh, Leo that this is the last intervention they'll make before next year's budget. And there won't be any month, anything else until then. Welfare, pensioners, carers, disability, lone parents, etc., etc. Pretty much everyone getting a weekly social welfare payment will receive an additional €200 lump sum in April. In June, there'll be €100 per child extra added to the child's benefit. There will be no further energy credit after this next one that's coming in March, the 200 euro, or rather 183, when they take the VAT off it, why they have to do that, I don't know. But there won't be any more of those until at least next winter. The back-to-school allowance remains at the higher rates, depending on the age of your child. School transport coming back, capped for the family at 125 euro. State exam fees waived again for the leaving and junior cert, and... A big expansion in the hot school meals plan. For hospitality, hotels, pubs, restaurants, whatever, the 9% VAT is in place until the end of August. They say that's as far as it goes. Already, the lobby groups are saying, "Uh uh-uh, not having that. This T-Best, the energy support scheme, that's been extended and the criteria changed because businesses were claiming they couldn't get into it. The excise is going to go back on the petrol and the diesel, not in one go at the end of February, but over three phases, June to the end of October. And again, they say that's the last intervention in terms of the cost of living this side of the budget. Politicians going to politic, so let us not have a politician. Let us have money, Dr. John Lowe. John, looking at that in terms of the budget and the money in people's pockets, any good? Good morning. 
Good morning, PJ. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, politics is politics and they're trying to please all the people all the time. And um, so they put a mishmash of of stuff out there to to help them. And in fairness, it is helping. I mean, 200 euros, uh, you know, for uh, all the social welfare segments and then your 200 euros for energy costs and then a child benefit, an extra 100 euros on top of the 140, but it's a one-off. uh, you know, coupled with all the other uh, things, I, I particularly like the, the hot meals plan. There's a lot of families are saying that their children are going to school um, uh, and they're hungry and they come back hungry and there's virtually no food left uh, in the home. So it, it, everybody is really being affected by by this. And But it has to stop. If, if you just think of the straightforward household budget, you have income coming in on one side and you have expenditure on the other. Um, and, and you have to try and live within that means. Otherwise, you, you've either got to go to savings or overdraft or credit card or whatever if your uh, expenditure has exceeded that income. Government are, are exactly the same. So they just can't keep spending until there's no tomorrow uh, and, and increase the the, the uh, national debt. Yeah, They have to stop at some stage. That's why we've got a real problem with pensions in 20, 30 years' time. Yeah. Yeah. You you you, you worry where it's going to stop, though. I, I just refer back to the email we got this morning from, from Sarah, John. Um, she just got her ESB bill, €2,022.94. That's more than her wages. And that's that's nearly criminal. That is, I don't know what's happening there. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it has been uh, kind of uh, uh, stated that the oil central heating oil system is the cheapest of all the systems. Um, so those who are air to water pumps, it's expensive to put in, it's expensive to run, and uh, it seems to be going away with with these uh, with these bills. This is where they so want us what... all to go, though, John. They want us to get rid of the oil. They want us to get rid of the gas. They want us to have all yeah. air to water. Are we all facing bills like that? Well, the only thing I noticed on that particular letter from Sarah, and my heart goes out to her, and all the families out there who are in the same boat, <clears throat> is the fact that uh, did she have her heating on at 20 degrees uh, all the time? Uh, so there was an, uh, a level there, and they have, you know, 17 degrees for the for the, the hot water, whatever. That's a lot of, that's 24 hours. Um, you know, I've, I've said before, if you, you decrease your, your, your thermostat by one degree, you'll save 10% of the bill. But she said she did nothing differently to last year. But I'm just wondering, does she stay in the house the whole time? I mean, during the night, you don't need to have the heating on at all. And, you know, so from the time you go to bed, it's 11 o'clock and you get up at maybe 6, 7, um, then there should be no heating on in the house. And let it go down cold and the heat might come back on again in the morning. Um, little things, you go out, for instance, you're bringing the kids out and you're out for the afternoon or you're out for the whole morning. You don't need heating on in the house. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I have a thing called a, a Hive and this is not a, an, an advert, but it's it's it's, a, it's an app on my phone and I can I can yeah. turn my heating on or off wherever mm-hmm. I am in the world. The, the, the only not, thing, John, is you, you're not kind of blaming the people there a little bit because... People will do what their people will do. And if someone with small children, they don't want to bring them into a cold house. Yeah, okay, that's a fair point. I, I agree. But I'm just trying to think that if, if it's a question of saving money, you know, the most yeah. important thing is we're back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, food, accommodation, and, and clothing. Yeah. So the food is the, probably the most important yeah. thing. Actually, here's, another, here's another stat that's come in from someone who got a bill recently, yeah. just come in there on the phone. That's, they just check their bills. 
the number of units this year versus the number of units last year was virtually the same. Uh, the bill is three times higher. Uh, no doubt that the energy costs have certainly uh, gone. I mean, I, I also think it's criminal that the energy companies have made so much disgusting profits. Um, that That's really, uh, I mean, you mentioned the windfall tax. That's going to happen, obviously. But, I mean, to even, you know, see that they're making these huge profits and knowing that they're heaping misery on a lot of families around the country, there's something wrong. Yeah, there's some, some you know, um, it's, it's, it's I, getting to the point where morals are are starting to take over, and you, unfortunately, money and morals don't mix. There are no morals <laughs> in business, John, as you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, even the businesses are, are, are suffering as well. I, I did see that they've got the temporary business energy support scheme uh, change. That's a little bit of a... Uh, that was very help. hard to get into. And one businessman explained that to me a couple of weeks ago. He said, it's not all mm. it's cut out to be. It's very hard to qualify for it. They've changed that. Well, yeah, well, you've, you've got to show that your energy costs have increased by 30%. And then the businesses get 50% back to a maximum now. Instead of 10,000, up to 15,000. That's the, the, the nub end of it. But it, it's... It's, it's a help. Everything is a help. Like your, your uh, you know, 100 euros child benefit, that's a help. That'll mm-hmm. maybe put a bit more food on the table. But it's a one-off, sadly. The child uh, clothing and footwear uh, benefits as well, they, they've increased by 100 euros each. So if you have children between 4 and 11, you'll now get 360 for this year. And if you've got children between 12 and 22, and the 22-year-old 20, are obviously uh, third-level students, 485. So it's all a help. Yes, um, yes. You know, an uh, argument being made yesterday. This has been totaled up to one point. I think one point three billion. They say this package. Now, last year when I spoke to him, um, Minister Michael McGrath said that there was roughly six billion there in a surplus, uh, and the argument was being made yesterday, John. Well, they could have gone a bit deeper into that, could they? Absolutely, they could have. Um, but it, it's also, I mean, as you pointed out earlier, you know, even the, the VAT that's going up on these energy costs, they're getting that. They're collecting it. Yes. The coffers are, 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 are getting more and more. They're, they're uh, increasing. And yes. as I say, they're going to have more tax going in because when they put this windfall tax on these companies, there's more money coming into the coffers. Yeah. So, Actually, here's, um, another, here's another question that you, you'll, your, your neutral head will answer for me, I expect. Um, we are very rigid here in terms of following the rules of the EU with regard to VAT. And in Spain and Portugal and France, they just said, we're protecting our people. We're going to cut the VAT, slash the VAT, in fact, and you can just suck it up, Brussels. <laughs> like, should we, or would there, be an, would there be a danger, John, if Michael McGrath turned around to Brussels and said, suck it up, Brussels, this is what we're doing for our people. No, if you're in a club at BJ, you've got to follow the rules of the club, unfortunately. Otherwise, there's no point in being in the club. Now, I mean, France and Spain, um, they will suffer for that at a later stage. Uh, they might get away with it for the moment. Mm. Um, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Um, I, I've always done everything up front straight. And uh, there's, there's no point in, in antagonizing our our kind of fellow members in the EU. Um, I, I would honestly, I think that your, your point about the 6 billion and they only put in 1.3 billion on this package, yes, they could have done a bit more without actually having to stop that and, and all the rest of it. Because uh, the, the, or, the, or the checker receipts are, are sky high. Yeah, they are. And we're full of employment. So the taxes coming in, they could have spent more yesterday. 
I would have thought it, it was probably uh, conducive to their image, uh, especially if they want to get in again at the next election, to, to have done that. that. That would have been politic. Yeah, there you go. John, thank you very much. John Lowe, Money Doctor John Lowe. Look up his book. Go into Easton's or Waterstones or wherever you buy your books and pick up his book because one thing about it, his book will save you money. It'll cost you about 20 quid to buy, but it will save you money. Thanks, John. 0818 96 96 96. We'll be talking to uh, Ken O'Connell, the electrician, tomorrow about the cost of lecky and the bills and the amounts and the units and is there any way to keep it down. But there's John. And yes, they could have dug deeper into the six billion yesterday. Yes, they could have dug deeper into it because we're at full employment, because tax is rolling in, because every time you look at the exchequer figures now, they're higher than anticipated. So they have the money and it's coming in. So John's cold clinical assessment of it is that um, they could have done more with the money they have yesterday. Oh, it won eight ninety six ninety six ninety six on Sarah's electricity bill. Yeah, you could turn the heating off when you're going out. You could have your children come into a cold house. You could do all those things. You don't need the heating on overnight. We don't. We haven't had the heating on. We don't unless it's really cold. Like unless I go out at eleven o'clock and there's frost on the car. I don't put the heating on overnight. There are times that you need heat at night. Poor people and people with cancer, they really feel the cold. Young babies have to be fed as well. That's a good point. That's a good point. PJ, I think the advice is leave air to on, air to water on all the time and just have it, re- have it regulated. I'm not sure the advice is to switch it off. Yeah, I don't fully understand those air to water systems. All I know is that they cost a fortune and the Greens love them and they cost an absolute mint to put them in as well. 0818 96 96 96. And then this comes in in the middle of it all. Corn market, <coughs> excuse me, Corn Market Street, half past ten in the morning. Three men drinking vodka. What has the city come to? There's a guard at the station, hundred yards down the road. Three fellas sitting in the street drinking vodka, which is illegal. Sitting drinking vodka in the street is illegal. That's that's just the truth. Corks ninety six FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 